0: listening to The Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Good Friday show for you today. We're going to talk about, unfortunately, a divorce in Bachelor Nation. We've got another one of Zach's women speaking out about those stupid bios that the ABC producers write. We've got Austin Butler in the news again. Will we get the impeccable impression that I do of him in this podcast? Stay tuned and find out. Plus, Selena Gomez speaks out about the rumored relationship with the dude from the Chainsmokers and then deletes it. We'll talk about that. We'll get to that momentarily. This podcast brought to you by Green Chef. Green Chef makes eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle. Don't forget, they got a great deal for you. Go to greenchef.com slash realitysteve 60 And use code REALITYSTEVE60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash REALITYSTEVE60. Use code REALITYSTEVE60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. Also, if you love The Real Housewives, then get ready for some Real House Guys because tonight on MTV, Friday nights are getting fabulous. Don't miss The Real Friends of WeHo!, all part of MTV's new Friday nights after RuPaul's Drag Race, tonight at 9, 8 central on MTV. And if you love Jersey Shore, get ready, because this season is going to be the biggest family vacation ever. You don't want to miss this. Make sure to watch Jersey Shore Family Vacation new season premieres next Thursday, January 26th, at 8, 7 central on MTV. Now let's get started. I'm sure you... Saw the story. If you did not, Diana Stagliano and Steven Stagliano announced that they are separating. Diana put it on her Instagram story. If you didn't see it, she wrote, it is with immense sadness. Steven and I have decided to end our relationship as a couple. We have been working hard for a long time, both as a married couple and as individuals and have come to the conclusion to remain separate. We remain loving parents to our beautiful children, Addison and Austin, and will continue to raise them together with love and faith. We ask you to respect our privacy during this difficult time as we navigate the new normal. We want to thank our dear friends and family for your endless support and many, many prayers during what has become the most difficult time of our lives. There isn't a whole hell of a lot to add to that. I don't, you know, know anything about their relationship. For those that don't know, Deanna was a bachelorette a while ago. She was on Jason Mesnick's season and then became the bachelorette and... Steven was not on the show, but he has a twin brother, Michael Stagliano, who was on numerous seasons of the show. He was originally on Jillian's season, then did a couple seasons of Bachelor Pad. So he is the brother of someone who was in the franchise. Steven was never on the show, but Deanna met Steven through Michael. uh, Like she said, two kids. And, you know, I talk a lot about I get asked a lot about podcast guests and who are some of my favorite ones. I've always said that when Deanna came on my podcast, it was one of the best interviews that I had had up to that point. Just because it was from a former lead and she really didn't hold back anything. I don't even remember what year it was. I probably should have looked this up, but I want to say 2018, maybe 2019. Now, the thing is, you've probably heard Deanna do a lot of stuff since then on podcasts and, you know, appearing on podcasts. You know, maybe it was the uh, the Bachelor Roundup show that aired during the pandemic with you know the best of show and stuff like that. But when Deanna came on my podcast back in twenty eighteen, shit, it might have been twenty seventeen. It was a while ago. It was literally one of the first times that you had ever heard a lead speak the way they did. Now you kinda hear it way more often because when I when she came on my podcast, there was no clickbait. There was no bachelor happy hour. There was no um, you know, talking it out. I mean, I was, you know, I've said it numerous times. I was the first person who had a Bachelor podcast where the content was interview a former contestant every week. Nobody else was doing that. Now they all do it and they all get the, you know, the recent contestants. But I've been doing this since 2016. If you go back, nobody was doing it that far back. So when Deanna came on, I was really excited because she was giving us stuff that we just hadn't heard. Now, plenty of them do podcasts now, and most of them have their own podcasts. But at the time she did it, I thought she was great. So if you want to go back and listen to it, I mean, you're going to have to scroll pretty far back on the Reality Steve podcast. But I would go to 2017 and 2018. It, I don't even think it was 2019. It was either 17 or 18. Go check it out. It was a really good interview with her. And, you know, all I can say is wish them both the best. And I know nothing about it. There's no tea spilling here. I'm not going to comment on their divorce. Um, You just you just hope for the best. And, you know, it happens, you know, and maybe more stuff will come out. Probably not, but you never know. But this obviously is a hard time for them. I wish them the best, and you know they say you know please respect our privacy. And then I go on Us Weekly looking for stories last night, and what do I see? A story that says Bachelorettes Deanna Pappas and Steven's relationship, the way they were. Do, do, do you is that respecting their privacy? <laughs> Seriously, do you really need to put up a story the day they announce they're getting a divorce? To relive all the happy moments in their life. I mean, do you think they really need that out there? I, I mean, I I don't. I have any, you know. Like I said, I I just just telling you the story for just those that missed it. I have nothing to comment on about their relationship, and I'm not going to sit here and go, oh, remember when they had those happy moments back then, the way they were. You can do better, Us Weekly. Come on now. So another one of Zach's women took to social media. <laughs> to kind of throw a little shade at the show for what they wrote in her bio. Uh, One of you, uh, a few of you emailed or sent this to me. So Olivia Lewis, 24, patient care technician from Rochester, New York. Her ABC bio starts out like this. For Olivia L, basketball has always come easy. The one game she's yet to win is Olivia versus True Love. Oh, by the way, they spelled Olivia wrong in that sentence. O-L-I-V-A. The one game she's yet to win is Oliva versus true love. And this baller is here to find her teammate for life. While basketball was her first love, she's built a life outside of her sport, working full time in healthcare, blah, 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 blah. So what does Oliva or Olivia do yesterday in her Instagram account, which is at it's live Lou, I T S L I V L E W. She puts in her bio now, Olivia Lewis, curly, girly, Batch 27, basketball was not my first love. So a complete shot at the production team who just took the reins and decided to write that in her bio. And like I said, I said it the day the bios came out. It is so stupid for anybody to do a recap of these bios because they are not written by the contestants. The contestants at no point ever wrote any of that in an application that they filled out. The production team is just deciding who they want to write shit about, you know? And it's like, I guarantee they went like this. Olivia, tell us about some of your hobbies. Oh, I like playing basketball. Played it a lot growing up, and then it turns into it was her first love. Like, that's how they write these bios. It's like, no, that's dead wrong, and that's why she put it in her bio. Like, no, basketball was not my first love. Please don't write that. And, yeah. So, Yet another contestant. Somebody else did it, I believe. I, I saw yesterday that um, Sonia put on her Instagram story because I, I'm assuming um, it was a it was a clip from Nick Vile's uh, Nick Vile's recap of the bios that he did of the women, and he was straight reading off the website. That and one of her things was she's like dying to visit Arizona and she's like, oh, my God, that is so ridiculous. That's not <laughs> I'm not dying to visit Arizona, uh, you know, and it was just <laughs> it's just comical because this shit isn't true. And I don't understand why people don't understand that by now. Podcast hosts are doing recaps of these bios. Like I said, the Game of Roses does it correctly where. They'll break down your Instagram account because that's more of how you present yourself. How many followers do you have? What have you written? What are some of the captions you've written on your Instagram? Maybe they'll dive into the TikToks of some of these contestants. That's way more relevant to who you are as a person and a little bit more about your personality, not something that a producer wrote for you for a reality TV show. So I wish people would stop recapping the bios written on bachelor about these women and even, you know, come next season with the men, because it's going to be the same exact thing, but they'll continue to do it. And they'll continue to have egg on their face because you look really dumb when you do it. I'm sorry. Something I didn't mention in the open, but I want to bring up now real quick is the fact that I talked about the traders a lot last week. And then we had Rachel Riley on the podcast last Thursday. We had her on Instagram live on Friday night. I gave you all my thoughts on Monday's Daily Roundup. But did you see the interview that Cody did with Us Weekly in talking about his time on the show? Man, he really struggled. Like, you got to read the article. Just Google Cody Calafiore Us Weekly Traders, and it'll pop up. And he said some things in that interview that you were just like, wow, he was really having a hard time on that show. And it was all about... You know, Cody was a traitor. So he didn't, he's not used to that role. He felt awkward lying to people. He said he was, he basically gave his game away because he was in his own head and he wasn't himself because he was considered, you know, a traitor. And I guess that has a negative connotation to it as a bad guy, but said he couldn't sleep at night. He had knots in his stomach. Like, (laughs) And then you look at someone like Sari, who totally embraced the role of being a traitor and who was so easygoing about it, no one ever assumed it was her, and yet you have someone else who's a traitor and had a completely different experience. It's a really interesting interview with Cody if you want to check that out on on Us Weekly. But, man, I did not know he was going through it. Rachel kind of mentioned it on Friday night that she recognized right away that Cody wasn't himself. And I was like, "How do you what? What did you see?" And she's just like, "Well, I know Cody, and he was just acting different." And he basically admits that in this interview, like it was written all over his face that if people were really paying attention, really hard, they could have easily picked out that it was him because he was having a really hard time playing the role of a traitor. Which I don't know. I, I when I watched the episodes, I didn't, I didn't see that really. I guess. But I wasn't looking for it. So if I watched the season back again, knowing now what Cody said, maybe I would notice it. I don't know. But check it out. It's on Us Weekly's website. It's an interview with Cody. And he really kind of dives deep into how much he struggled when he filmed uh, The Traders. We have an Austin Butler story. So stay tuned if you may or may not want to hear the most impeccable Austin Butler impression of your life. Anyway... There is a story going around right now from Austin Butler's acting coach who has said, essentially, yeah, he got so deep into character, he might keep this voice until the end of time. It's not just so easy to get rid of. When you act like this and talk like this every day for however long it took him to film that movie. And then um, the other thing that's coming out is... I didn't even know this because like I said, until Austin Butler hosted SNL, I knew nothing about his career. And then I was just fascinated by his voice and it started to come out. I did not know that he dated Vanessa Hutchins. And not only did he date Vanessa Hudgens, he dated her for 10 years. And Vanessa Hudgens was on, I believe it was Jimmy Fallon and told a story <clears throat> about how, when she was with Austin at one point, they were together one night This long before Elvis movie and an Elvis song came on and Austin started singing and she's like, oh, my God, you should totally you could totally be Elvis. And then that like um, and then Austin retold that story when he was on, I think, Fallon or one of the talk shows. And he told the story and said, yeah, this one time I was with a friend who's heard me singing Elvis and said, you could totally be him. And so now there's this like uproar online that he threw shade at Vanessa by calling her a friend even though she was his girlfriend for 10 years. Is kind of weird. Why would he say that? Unless he literally is forgetting that it was Vanessa who told him that. But oh, Vanessa didn't say it on a talk show. She actually said it um like like on a late night talk show. She said it I think on like Ryan and Kelly and um, Austin said that back on Jimmy Fallon where he's just like, yeah, Uh, a friend once said I should be Elvis. They heard me sing one time and, (laughs) and now there's just like this free Vanessa (laughs) thing going on online and everyone's upset at Austin for calling her a friend, which yeah, it's shade, but we don't know his true intentions. Maybe he really forgot that it was, Vanessa is the one that told him, and you know, pushed him in that direction towards Elvis. But what happened was um, yesterday there was a screenshot of a headline uh, about Austin Butler and how he was just obviously so committed to the character. And an Instagram user wrote in the comments section under that story, he went to the Lady Gaga School of Oscar Campaign Acting. And then underneath that comment, Vanessa Hudgens wrote crying. So that was like, I guess her shade back at him for what he said in the Jimmy Fallon interview. (laughs) This all seems very petty. And I've been talking about this story for three minutes and I've, and I've yet to give you my impeccable Austin Butler impression. And maybe I'll just save it because I'm still honing it. It's going to be even better when I tell my next Austin Butler story. So I'll spare you the Austin Butler impression on this podcast, but I'm working on it and it'll even, it'll get even better. But yeah, I guess that's a little beef that we have in Hollywood. Now Austin and Vanessa going back and forth. I had no idea they dated for 10 years, no clue. But then again, why would I, I didn't know who Austin Butler was until the whole Elvis thing came out. And then I hadn't really seen any of his work and hadn't really seen an interview with him or him talking until he hosted SNL, and he even addressed it in his monologue about people saying that he still sounds like Elvis long after the movie is filmed. So, yeah, but uh, if you want to side with... Who do you side with? Vanessa? Do you side with Austin? Or do you think this is the biggest nothing burger in the history of mankind? I kind of lean towards the latter. One of the other stories I brought up earlier this week was the fact that there was a... Story out, and it insinuated that Selena Gomez was now dating Drew Taggart, whatever his last name is, from the Chainsmokers. And they had been seen spending a lot of time together. And then the New York Post, page six, had pictures of them at a bowling alley a couple days ago. But it was with a group of people, and, you know, Selena had the ball in her hand, and he was sitting down, so it wasn't like, I mean, yeah, they were together, but they were also with a group of people. And there wasn't any affection being shown. So who knows what that entailed. But they were hanging out in New York. Then yesterday, on her Instagram story, Selena takes a picture. And I don't know who this guy is in it, but his head's at the bottom of it. He's got a mask on. It looks like he's almost photobombing the picture. But it looks like a picture that she took. It's mostly of the sky, but at the bottom there's like the top of a, a cliff. And the caption on the picture says, I like being alone too much. And in the very bottom right-hand corner, very tiny, it says, hashtag, I am single. Somebody caught it. My niece, one of them, she sent it to me because my niece is obsessed with Selena Gomez. She saw it because she I was the one who informed her about the story of her possibly dating uh, the guy from the Chainsmokers. And the reports are that she was. So when my niece saw this, she screenshot it, sent it to me. And I was like, huh, interesting. But when I went to read a story about it, I'm like, I I wonder if anybody picked up on this. Selena had already deleted it off of her Instagram story. So who knows? (laughs) This could be, um, you, I don't think she would write that if she was in a relationship with him. What would be the point? I like being alone too much. Hashtag I am single. Like, If you were with your boyfriend and I were Drew and she wrote that and they are together, I'd be like, well, that kind of sucks. Why would you write that? Why are you telling people you like being single? Why do you like telling people you like being alone too much? You know, look, Selena's been through a lot. The whole Bieber stuff. I know she dated that DJ Zed, so she seems to like DJs. You know, she suffers from lupus. She's had major mental health issues in the past. I've not seen her movie or her documentary that came out last year, but I heard it was really good. I have not watched it yet. I probably should. I want to get around to that. I'll check it out at some point. But she's been through a lot, and I just don't think the last thing she needs to be doing is having a public relationship with the chain smoker dude who runs through women like we all run through underwear. I mean, it's, just, it's, it's been his reputation. And like I said, could he have changed and Selena's the one he wants to settle down with and they're going to be married forever? Sure. If you want to believe that, go ahead. I don't. Um, I just think a lot of musicians are really tough to date. And like I said, I know three people who have hung out with him and were invited to hang out with the Chainsmokers behind their DJ booth at the Encore Beach party that they throw at the residency they have at the Encore Beach Club. So, you know, look, there's she can do what she wants with her life. He can do what he wants with his life. That's perfectly fine. But I'm allowed to have an opinion on it. And now, hey, maybe Selena listened to the Daily Roundup earlier this week and listened to what I had to say. And that's why she's now saying, hey, everyone, I'm single. Possible? You never know. Wasn't Selena? Remember after Peter's season, it was just so random, out of the blue. Maddie Pruitt and Selena were hanging out. Remember that? Talk about a weird pairing. That was out of left field. They were literally like hanging out at the grocery store, and then they were hanging out like playing board games at somebody's house within days of the after the final rose era. Like literally, because remember the after final rose aired, and then two days later. Peter and Maddie both put on Instagram that they were broken up, and they, you know, I don't even know if they tried. How can you try and give it up in two days? But, and then that weekend, I want to say was when Maddie was hanging out with Selena Gomez, just random. Anyway, um, that's where we're at with Selena. So this probably means she isn't dating the chain smoker guy, which is probably good news for her. And I appreciate. Very much so, Selena, that you listen to the Daily Roundup and you listen to my advice. Thank you. Anyway, thank you all for tuning in. Really appreciate it. Please rate, subscribe, and review an Apple podcast. It is much appreciated. The Sports Daily will be up in an hour from now, so go check that out. But have yourself a great weekend, and I will talk to you on Monday, which is Bachelor Premiere Day. We're finally there. Nine weeks of no Bachelor programming since Bachelor in Paradise finale aired Now we're in full bachelor mode starting Monday with Zach's premiere. So I will talk to you on Monday. See you.